Behavioural disorders. Let's look closely into behavioural disorders and when living with behavioural disorders. So behavioural disorders affect the way a child acts. There are two types of behavioural disorders. One is oppositional, defiant disorder and the other one is called conduct disorder. So when looking at what is it? There are several types of behavioural disorders including, as I said, one, oppositional, defined disorder. The second one, which these two are the most common, the second one is conduct disorder. The third one is intermittent explosive disorder, kleptomania disorder. And the fifth one is pyromania and other disorders, which is linked to behavioural disorders. These disorders affect the way a child or youth acts or behaves. Some people think a child or youth with a behavioural disorder is bad and may even blame a parent for their child's behaviour. But these disorders are a real problem that affect many children and youth. Fortunately, there are many different treatments and things to try at home. So what is normal behaviour? When looking closely at this, a lot of people think normal behaviour is someone who listens, who are in control of themselves, their social, emotional and physical reaction. But let's look at it this way. It's normal for children and the youth to act out from time to time. They may seem grumpy or angry when they tired, upset or feeling a lot of stress. It's normal for children and youth to act more than unusual during certain times in their lives. Preschool age children and teens in particular may seem keen to disobey or talk back. This is a normal part of growing up. So how do I know this? Let's break each one down. Oppositional defined disorder. The sign of oppositional disorder includes very angry and negative behaviours that one, last for many months, usually six months or more. Two, happens often. Three, cause a lot of problems in the child or youth's life. With this disorder, a child or youth may often be angry or irritable, argue with parents, teachers and other adults. You can usually see signs of oppositional defiant disorder before a child is eight years old. It starts slowly and gradually. Parents may notice the signs at home first, but the disorder may start to affect other parts of the child or youth's life, such as school. The disorder does not usually start after the early teen years. The length of time that symptoms last is different for everybody. Many children and youth recover, but some may go on to develop conduct disorder or another mental health disorder. Before puberty, more boys than girls have this disorder. After puberty, it's more equal between boys and girls. Conduct disorder. The signs of conduct disorder include behaviours that go against rules or other people's rights and lasts for many, many months, usually 12 months or more. And it happens often and cause a lot of problems in the child or youth's life. 
With this disorder, a child or a youth may often, one, be aggravated towards other people or animals, bullying, starting fights, hurting others, using a weapon, and harm someone's property on purpose, and tell major lies to get something or avoid responsibilities, and steal break into homes or cars or steal something that's important to someone else. And break serious rules, run away from home and skip school a lot. Conduct disorder usually happens between the ages of four and five and it's more common in boys than girls as mentioned before. More symptoms lessen or go away by the time the child or youth becomes an adult. But some may develop an adult form of disorder called antisocial personality disorder. Conduct disorder can go along with substance use problems and lead to problems with the law. It is important to watch for warnings and signs and find help easily by utilizing Empower Therapy and Training because we can help you with this. So what causes oppositional defined disorder and conduct disorder? Let's look at the risk factors, which include the genes, also differences in brain chemistry, also abuse or neglect, also seen or experiencing violence or family problems. Intermittent explosive disorder. This disorder is diagnosed in children who are at least six years old. These children and youth have repeated angry outbursts that are out of proportion to the situation and are not planned. These children and youth are aggressive in words and actions, damage things and property, and hurt animals and People. Kleptomania is a disorder of stealing objects that may start at different ages. Children and youth with kleptomania struggle to resist impulses to steal things that they do not need. Pyromania involves setting fires repeatedly and on purpose without a reason. So what mental health problems go along with disruptive, impulsive control and conduct disorders? About half of children living with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder also have a disruptive, impulsive control and conduct disorder. Our challenges or disorders that may go along with an oppositional defined disorder or conduct disorder include mood disorders like depression or bipolar, anxiety disorder problems that affect reading, writing or math skills, also problems that affect a child or youth's ability to express themselves by talking or writing, and problems with alcohol or other drugs. So what can be done? Let's look at it this way. The earlier children and youth receive treatment, the sooner they can feel better and rebuild their relationships with others. The main treatments for oppositional defiant disorder and conduct disorders are counseling, skills training, changes at home, changes at school, if the behavior affects schoolwork a lot. Treatment for other mental health challenges or disorders, for example, treating A, 
ADHD often ends problems with oppositional defined disorder. So let's look at counselling. A type of talk therapy called cognitive behavioural therapy may help boost healthy ways of thinking. Family counselling may also help the entire family to work together. But don't forget play-based therapy at Empowered Therapy and Training helps all ages and groups and family relationships in a fun way. Skills training for children and the youth. This manages their anger and teaches them to problem solve and be with other people. Skills training for parents and caregivers. This training helps parents or caregivers to learn skills and feel more confident to one, deal with anger, be consistent and also discipline effectively and also work with the child to solve problems that work for everyone. Changes at school. Don't set too many rules. Focus on the most important ones and work with your child to establish these rules. Often choices to give children a sense of control is so helpful. And keep a regular routine and make sure to spend time with your child. And take time out when you start to get angry. This also is for teachers and teaches the child a more positive way to deal with frustration and anger. Set reasonable limits and make sure the consequences are the same every time. And congratulate good behaviours like flexibility and cooperation. Try to limit the number of aggressive playmates around your child and increase positive contacts with other children. Changes at school. The classroom teacher may suggest changes and bring in other staff members like a counsellor to help manage the child or youth behaviour problems. If the behaviour problems are extremely bad, the parent and school may also set goals for your child to reach. Their plan may be linked with other mental health services outside the school, like a social worker or a mental health professional, like empowered therapy and training, play-based therapies. Healthy living. It is vital to look at how to live healthily with regular physical activities, good sleep habits, limit the TV time, video games and computer time before bedtime. Try relaxing activities, quiet music, meditation, reading, and no caffeine later in the day. It's in some soft drinks and snacks as well. Healthy eating. If we look at Australia's food guide, has information on healthy eating in different languages. So healthy thinking skills are an important part of cognitive behavioural therapy. Your doctor or mental health professionals can also suggest self-help books or websites and resources and other sites which you can read, listen and don't forget Empowered Therapy and Training can inform you in some of our workshops that we deliver, which is parent-child connection, understanding your child of today, understanding the children in care, and also understanding the teens and their emotions. So get in contact with Empowered Therapy and Training. It is important to take care of yourself. 
Talk to a counsellor or therapist to help work through your own thoughts and feelings. Learn a few different ways to calm yourself. Spend time doing something you enjoy away from your child. Think of each new day such as a fresh start. Try not to keep thinking about the past behaviours. Where to from here? Talk to your doctor and get help from a mental health professional by getting a mental health assessment and support through your local child and youth mental health team through a walk-in or intake clinic in your community. Contacting your employee assistant plan, which is called the EAP, if you have this option. And contacting a private psychologist and play-based therapies or counsellors. And don't forget to visit www.empoweredtherapyandtraining.com.